Andrew Pitkin here on KNEM KNMO on an update program as we're speaking with uh, a couple men here from Nevada that have actually accomplished something pretty incredible. Um, They rode all the way from Nevada to Mount Rushmore. And so we've got Chris Rodriguez as well as Forrest Drury here. And so uh, just first off, I want to ask you, Chris, uh, what inspired you both to do this? Well, honestly, about 40 uh, years ago, uh, Buddy and I went across, my cousin and I went across Kansas, and I've been thinking about doing another ride for uh, these last 40 years. It's kind of a dream ride, and uh, so that's kind of what inspired it. I've been wanting to do one, and now that the kids are all grown and everything, and uh, I retired, I had time to, to go out and do the ride. So then, Forrest, of course, you know, you're hearing this dream from Chris, and then uh, what went through your head and saying, yeah, I could do that? Well, uh, when I heard him talk about it, it kind of piqued my interest because I like traveling, and I've never traveled by horseback before, and it seemed like a neat adventure that probably would provide a lot of things that you never get to see or do otherwise. So I'd say... Oh, about a year before he was really getting serious about it, I thought, man, that'd be something that would be fun to go on. And when his wife Donna said that he can't go alone, I figured, well, that's my opportunity to go with it. Super cool. And uh, you're also pretty new at horseback riding as well. So in taking on such a long trip, did that, did that, uh, I guess, intimidate you at all? Or, or did you think you'd pretty much be up for it and be fine? Um, I'd say I was pretty much up for it. The, you know, we, we weren't totally sure exactly how, how each day would go, but I'd taken a few, uh, like, three-day trips with Chris before. So I've, I'd ridden, you know, 20, 25 miles in a day before. So that definitely helped kind of prepare me for a little bit of what it would be like. Um, and, yeah, I'd say overall it, it, it wasn't too bad. Chris, my next question for you is just, uh, I guess, along along the road, what were some of the most surprising things that you experienced on the trip? Well, I think one of the one of the things that we experienced on the trail that surprised me was the first three days out, we, we kind of knew people where we were uh, going to be staying or camping out. And then on the fourth day... We didn't know where we were staying, and uh, we had a lady stop in and ask us if we needed a place to stay, and so we went to her place, and from that point on, we had a place every night to stay with our horses uh, throughout the trip, and that was one of the biggest surprises to me, that we weren't just sitting on the side of the road camping next to a tree, but people were just, they were just overwhelming with their generosity, and supporting us and our horses and uh, encouraging us uh, during the trip. So I was pretty excited about seeing all the good and and everybody that we uh, ran into. Chris, uh, what do you credit, I guess, to the people's goodwill? I mean, what do you think about your trip maybe drew them to do that? Or what about the people uh, themselves along the way really, really made them willing to, uh, to accommodate you guys on your way? Well, I think one of the things that, first of all, I think they were just uh, uh, just kind of in awe that we were even doing it in the first place, and they they just wanted to hear a little bit more about it, and then those conversations just kind of led to, uh, you know, 
what are you going to do with the horses this evening? What are you going to feed them? And and that we were looking for a place to tie up and stuff. And then it just led to people who knew people connecting um, us. And they would call ahead to the next town and say, there's some guys riding from Missouri to Mount Rushmore, and they're looking for a place. So I think mainly people were just in awe that we were even trying to do this. Speaking here with Forrest Drury as well as Chris Rodriguez, as there are a couple of Nevadans who have uh, ridden from uh, Nevada, Missouri, of course, to Mount Rushmore. And uh, Forrest, I guess I'll ask the same question to you as well that I just asked Chris um, a couple ago, I guess. Just what stood out to you about this trip? What did you learn? Yeah, a, a few things, really. The After the first three days, we'd gone 70 miles. And so it took us three days to go 70 miles, and I thought, wow, most people can go 70 miles in a car in less than an hour. So just kind of seeing the contrast of what this would have been like before airplanes and automobiles and trains, and that was kind of neat to just learn and experience that. And just kind of learning how to, how to travel with a horse. Each day, you got to do different things for it and make sure it's got everything it needs. And then it's it's a little bit more difficult because if it, you know, if you're just traveling with yourself, you can kind of make almost anything work. But with horses, certain you know, certain areas you can't go into or um, can't bring them. It, well, you can bring them to Walmart parking lots, but it's more difficult. So just kind of learning that and seeing, I think Chris, Chris mentioned it as well, but just seeing the generosity of people as we went across and just how willing everyone was to help. And something else that kind of stood out was how many people that we met mentioned they would love to do something that similar to what we were doing, taking a, a long horseback trip like that. So that's kind of neat to to hear them talk about that and um, kind of encourage us to keep keep going. So now, Forrest, you're a young whippersnapper like me as well. So uh, I don't know <laughs> how reliant or unreliant you are on your phone. I know that you did make some posts to Facebook to kind of chronicle the journey, but um, what was it like as well to be in a lot of remote areas where probably coming by internet access was a little bit uh, spotty? Yeah, uh, it was It was different. The You know, if, <laughs> if I were to sum up the trip in one sentence, I'd say it was like a really, really slow road trip with no radio. Um so that was kind of different. And as far as not being, having internet and phone usage all the time, that, I kind of enjoyed that myself. It was nice to get away from that a little bit and kind of unplug, if you will. And I didn't, didn't have too much trouble with it. So I kind of enjoyed that aspect of it. All right. Well, Forrest, I'll ask you this question and then we'll go over to Chris as we kind of wrap up. But uh, what was it like when you were uh, coming up over? I don't know exactly what it looked like, but, you know, to a certain extent, coming up over a hill or something and seeing those faces of Mount Rushmore. What was the feeling that you were filled with? Yeah, it was it was a really neat feeling, a really neat end of the journey. I'd actually 
kind of thought we had a little further to ride, and then we kind of popped up over the hill and saw everyone there. Um, Chris's wife, Donna, was there, and the Umpenhauer family who drove the horse trailer up was there, and um, Dave and Julie Mater were there. That was kind of neat to see Dave Mater. He started the journey with us. He uh, wanted to ride to a certain spot in Kansas to part of his family's place, and so he rode the first four days with us, and then he had talked about maybe joining up with us again before we made it all the way to Mount Rushmore, but that didn't work out. And so then seeing him at the very end was kind of neat to start the journey and see him there at the end of the journey. So, yeah, it was a neat neat feeling and just kind of a, a good feeling to know that we had started off trying to get to Mount Rushmore and came up over the hill and there it was and, and we made it. So it was uh, a pretty amazing journey. What was it like for you, Chris, when you just were able to come up over that hill and see those faces of Mount Rushmore? Oh, that was pretty, it was really uh, pretty exciting to know that we had gone that far. And then all of a sudden your the destination that we'd been seeking the whole time was right there. And uh, so that was pretty cool. And to see that and just excited to see all the friends and family that came to uh, uh, just uh, welcome us when we got there was uh, really good. And the other good feeling was we had three horses with us that were all sound uh, on all four of their legs. When we got there, we didn't have any problems with uh, soundness. And so that was one of my goals in the whole trip is to keep those horses in good shape uh, as we did the trip. So I was just kind of just an overwhelming feeling to be there. Uh, after 51 days. All right. Well, thank you both so much, Chris and Forrest, and I uh, just hope you have a good rest of safe rest of your trip home. As I know that you've you've decided to drive home, I think that's a good call. So uh, yeah. that'll be great, and uh, I'm sure Nevadans will be excited to welcome you back. Well, thank you very much, Andrew. Appreciate it. Yep, absolutely. That's uh, Chris Rodriguez as well as Forrest Drury right here on your KNEM KNMO update program as they did take a trip uh, from Nevada to Mount Rushmore. Once again, this has been your KNEM KNMO update program. I'm Andrew Pitkin. Thanks for listening.